You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Pastor Idris is my very good friend and my brother. He's one I reached really, really respect. And I believe that God has a great destiny in front of you in the name of Jesus. You have to help me with more, more in our church, we call it juice, more volume on this speak, on this mic. Praise the Lord, somebody. Pastor Ogo also wants to appreciate you for standing next to my brother here. And the church also wants to also appreciate you for being here this Sunday morning. Praise the Lord, somebody. God willing, I might try and make the last one hour on Friday. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'll try and make the last one hour because I have a vigil that night. Um, so I'll try and make the last one hour. I will try. And once I've said it publicly, I have to do it. Praise the Lord, somebody. You know, I was wondering what to share when he invited me because there are many issues in regards to prayer. You don't know what, what to deal with. I thought of dealing with um, when Bible declares that the, the Herod killed James and he proceeded further to take Peter. And Bible says prayer was made, not said. Then between saying prayer and making prayer. The kind of prayer you make is a prayer that will release angels. And that's the prayer they prayed at that point in time. Say without season. So it's a place of without season in prayer. Are you here, somebody? Because at the same point in time, they were in a place of disadvantage because they had killed James. So this was reality. I hear somebody. And they were not sure their prayer would work. Or they will keep it up, but they kept on praying. So I wasn't sure whether to deal with that or to deal with the issue of, um, deal with the issue of um, bad Jesus. Anybody knew bad Jesus? Okay. In Acts, Acts 13, when the Bible declares, the Bible talking about bad Jesus was with the deputy of the country. And the Bible says Barnabas and Paul, when, you're laughing, Barnabas and Paul, came to the deputy, he sent for them. And after Paul dealt with the demon or the sorcerer, they changed the sequence from not just Barnabas and Paul, but now Paul and company. You get that? Maybe you check your Bible. But today I decided to talk about something different. I call it the advantage. Say the advantage. I can't hear you. I declare today you understand your advantage in Christ Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I will take in my scripture today. You know when you're talking about clothes? You know some clothes require fasting and prayer. And some of the fasting will require at least 40 days to fit into them. Amen to Jesus. If you want to fast and pray, that's one, 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 that's one key objective you can work on. To fast and pray to fit into those clothes instead of just believing God. If you add, I believe that you can add fasting to it. It will work. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord somebody. And it's not the fast that you fast to 12 noon or to 3 p.m. It's one that you need to go off for three, four, five days. I guarantee you to work. Amen to Jesus. For some people, they need 40 days. Depending on how much word you've read. But the Bible says that, and the word became flesh. Amen to Jesus. you get that maybe next year. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. Oh, you didn't get that. Uh, some people are well endowed that they've, they've read so much Bible that it's become flesh. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. So it's just evidence that you're reading the Bible. Let's rise in prayer. Divine Master, we bless you. We ask that you grant me divine utterance today in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that your anointing be released over this house today. That we may come into our divine purpose through prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm here with my beautiful wife. Uh, my, my daughter, my son are here as well. They prayed with me to 4 a.m. this morning. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord somebody. You can speak Oyimbo or speak British grammar or Queen's English. You just have to speak in tongues. 
You didn't get that. They like to speak English, but they also like to speak in tongues too at the same time. Good praise the Lord, somebody. Amen to Jesus. So Romans 9, 9 to 12. I'm going to read in two scriptures, or someone read for me. And Genesis 24, 1 to 5. I will try and preach for 35 minutes. Then try and pray for 10 minutes. That'll be 45 minutes, hopefully. Genesis, Romans 9, 9 to 12. These were my best scriptures in the Bible. Can someone read for me? The Romans very loud 9. and strong voice, King James Version. Romans 9, 9 to 12. Mm. For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by her father Isaac. Verse 11. For the children being not yet born. The children being not yet born. Neither having done any good nor evil. So they were not born. They hadn't done any good or evil. But continue now. That the purpose of God according to election might stand. Not of works, but of him that calleth. Continue now. Verse 12. It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. And I was confused by this text. It says the twins having yet not been born. They're twins. We're not just twins. They're not just, they're born almost at the same time. And he said that the purpose of God according to election. Then some things is not based on what you do. It's based on election. Say election. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I need your help. Say election. He says that the older, say the older, shall serve the younger. Genesis 27, 1 to 5. So God had set the order in place. He set the order in place to declare that Esau will serve Jacob. Is that what the Bible says? Are you following me? Genesis 27, 1 to 5. Genesis 27, 1 to 5. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old. It came to pass that when Isaac was old. That means it has taken some time for this word that God has spoken to Rebekah to come to pass. God has said a prophecy over her over her kids, and yet she had not seen it come to pass yet. And Isaac was at the place where he was old. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. Continue, ma'am. And his eyes were dim, so that he could not see. Mm -hmm. He called Esau his eldest son, and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, him Behold, here am I. Mm -hmm. Verse 2. And he said, Behold now, I am old. I know not the day of my death. Verse 3. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field, and make me some venison. Verse 4. And make me some savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. Verse 5. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau And Rebekah. And Rebekah. Heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son. Say, and Rebekah heard. And Rebekah heard. I can't hear you. And Rebecca heard. I can't hear you. And Rebecca heard. I can't hear you. Continue, ma'am. And Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. Praise the Lord, somebody. God spoke to Rebecca about Esau serving Jacob. And for many years, as they grew up, she didn't see that word come to pass. But she kept on, I believe, believing. Even though the Bible doesn't really tell us what she did during that period, we're going to go beyond Jacob's life and see what happened in Jacob's bloodline. Are you here, sir? Are you here, somebody? Are you following me? Are you following me? Are you following me? But at a certain day, she only heard Isaac call Esau. 
And at that point in time, she recognized the opportunity that God had foretold her where the blessing will come upon Jacob from the father Isaac. Even though Isaac was not aware of the promise made to Rebekah, nor was Jacob and Esau. Only honey about it. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, listen to your mother. I cannot hear you. Fulusha, I hope you're listening to your mom. See? Listen to your mother. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Because what happened here was that Jacob began to ask, I'm not hairy. My father will feel me and know that I'm not Esau. But Rebecca has thought the plan through. Are you following me? Are you following me? But I wondered one question. Why did God have to give Jacob the advantage? Ask me, number why? Did you get the answer? Or did you know the answer? I didn't know the answer until, until this year. I was wondering why would two boys born from the same mother and one day have the advantage over the other? Say why? I won't tell you. Say the advantage. I cannot hear you. 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 At this certain point in time, what happened here was that Esau or Isaac now blessed Jacob, releasing the blessing of the Almighty God upon Jacob. Say, why? Why is God unfair? Say, why is God unfair? How can you have, if they were born in different years, understood, they were born at the same time, just a time difference, and yet one had the advantage over the other. other. I declare you shall recognize your advantage today in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to proceed further into the story as we go into Genesis 29. And Jacob, and Jacob left and went to Laban's house. Because of the long text, I'll try and paraphrase the text for you. Just follow me closely. From Genesis um, 29, we'll pick up the story from verse 15 downwards. At a certain point in time, Jacob began to love a lady called Rachel. Say, Rachel. Rachel. I can't hear you. Rachel. I can't hear you. Rachel. And he had agreed with Laban that he will marry Rachel. I declare this, is, I'm referring to here the purpose of God according to election. I want to see the workings of God here. Now, during this period, they agreed that Jacob will marry Rachel, two of us. But Laban tricked Jacob and swapped the place and put Leel instead of Rachel. I don't know what happened though. I don't know how I can go to bed with a woman. I know that that's the woman you went to bed with. I believe he must have been drunk. Amen to Jesus. You know, we tell our children, when you go out, you better watch what they give you in your drink, so. Because the world is so wicked right nowadays. We live in a wicked world. Can see the evidence here. How can a grown-up man wake up in the morning and realize he was, he was sleeping with another woman? A whole grown-up man, not a boy, a grown-up man. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? You need to follow me. And at this point in time, he had to marry Leah because he had slept with her. And we began to argue with Laban. Why? Did you do this to me? And Liban said, it cannot be so done in our country that the younger shall marry before the older. And I believe here, as you listen to me very carefully, why did God give Leah here the advantage? She was older. So there's no sense into this story. We see in Jacob and Esau, the younger having the advantage. 
Now we see in Laban's house, the older having the advantage. What's going on here? Say what's going on. You're asking me. You should know. Say what's going on. Say what is going on. Don't worry. All this story I'm telling you is just to make one statement at the end of the day. But just follow, just follow the story. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. So eventually, after seven years, he now married Rachel. And now, we're going to now pick up the story as we now turn to Genesis 29. To begin to make sense to what we're talking about today. Genesis 29. And I would like, uh, my preference is to put up the King James Version. Genesis 29 from verse 31. And Bible declares, and the Lord saw, say the Lord saw. I can't hear you. I declare God shall see you today in the name of Jesus. Bible said the Lord saw that Leah was hated. He opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Listen very carefully. It says, and Leah conceived and bare a son and called his name Reuben. For she said, surely the Lord had looked upon me, upon my afflictions. Now my husband will love me. This declaration she made was the evidence to the fact that Jacob did not love her. Are you following me? Jacob loved Rachel. He didn't love Leah. Are you following me? Are you following me? Are you following me? Bible says that as Zion travailed, she brought forth. So the Bible likens giving birth to prayer. Watch this very carefully. Her response to her giving birth was that, listen very carefully, the Lord had looked upon me. Say, looked upon me. I can't hear you. It was, listen very carefully, it was after she gave birth, she said so. But guess what? Before she gave birth, God had seen her. But she didn't see from God's perspective that God had seen her. Did you get that? Did you get that? I declare God has seen you already in the name of Jesus. That's your amen to Shalu. It was until she saw the evidence of a child, she recognized that God had seen her. But even before she had a child, God had seen her. So there's something that God has done for you, but it takes time to manifest. Are you here, somebody? I declare God has seen you in the name of Jesus Christ. So as I believe to talk about the story, I believe that Leah, being married to Jacob and having a sister in the house, I call it the housewives of Jacob's house. And here, there was a serious battle of dominance in that house. Because Leah began from the place of advantage because her husband did not love her. I don't know where you are today in your life. Where I is at work, they don't like you. I declare God shall turn the tables around and shall open doors that have been shut against your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare the doors shall open. Just as her womb opened, the doors that have been shut against you shall open in the name of Jesus Christ. She gave birth. She went into a place of prayer and began to give birth. She gave birth to my husband shall love me. She gave birth and she declared, my husband. Say, my husband. You know, if you're a man, don't say my husband, though. You're meant to cheat my wife. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. Say, my husband shall love me in the name of Jesus. Amen to Jesus. We proceed to verse 33. It says, and she conceived again. Say, again. You know, I wonder why the Bible used again. Because I believe I didn't expect her to give birth the second time. 
That thing they don't expect you to give birth to, you shall give birth to you the second time in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare it shall, happen for, it shall happen for you over and over again in the name of Jesus. And she gave birth again. Say again. I can't hear you. And she said, what did she say? Because the Lord had heard me that I was hated, he had therefore given me this son also, and she called his name Simeon. Not Simon, no. Say Simeon. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It was until she gave birth that she recognized that God had heard her. Even though God had heard her before she gave birth. Are you following me? Watch this very closely. I'm going somewhere. It says, as she conceived again and bare a son and said, now this time. Say, now this time. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I initiated declaration for the first child was now. Now she, now she has included now this time. I declare you enter into your time this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen is too shallow. That's your amen is too weak. Say now this time. I can't hear you. Say now this time will my husband be joined to me because I have borne him, him three sons. Therefore, was his name called Levi. I said earlier on, Bible says, when Zion traveled, she brought forth. And God began to tell me this morning that many of us are pushing out things that is nothing within us. You can only give birth to a child within you. If there's no child, you can't give birth to anything. And honestly, unless you have purpose in you, you are pregnant with purpose, you can't give birth to anything. So prayer is not efficient enough unless you have purpose in you. I hear somebody. You shall come to your purpose today in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen to shallow. But the voice says, and she conceived again. Say again. That's your amen. That again is too shallow. Say again. And bear a son. And she said, now I will. I can't hear you. And she called his name Judah and left bearing. This is her grace, miracle, and her grace downfall at the same time. That verse. Because she entered into a place of praise. Because at that point in time, the shift of power have moved from Rachel to Leah. How do I know that? How do, I, how do you know that? Ask me now. Ask me again. Ask me again. Verse, chapter 30, verse 1. It says, when Rachel saw that she bear Jacob no children. Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, give me children or lest I die. This text is funny. He said, when she saw, someone has given birth to four children. They are just seeing. It's at least, even if she gave birth nine months after nine months, that is 36 months. That is three years. And she's just seeing. Was she blind? Are you here, somebody? No. She used that as a metaphor to realize that the advantage she had in the house had shifted. The attention a man gave her had shifted from her to Leah. And that attention shifted from a place of giving birth. That attention shifted from a place of giving birth or a place of giving birth in prayer. When you pray, you shift advantage in your favor in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen is too shallow. That's your amen is too shallow. This verse, lying 
the entire text today. When I realized, Pastor Idris, she gave birth to Judah, I began to understand the madness of God. Why? Because Judah was the progenitor of Christ. So no matter what happened, Jacob had to marry Leah before Christ had to come. It was the consummation between Jacob and Leah that produced Judah, which was the predator of Christ. That is why Leah had the advantage. And that's why Jacob had the advantage. Because of Christ. Should I rewind? Even the man who was in purpose, Jacob, picked the wrong wife initially. It was in purpose. He picked the wrong person. But no matter what you pick, God's purpose, according to election, must stand. Say God's purpose, according to election, must stand. I will explain to you the reason why he has to pick, he has to marry Rachel after, after Leah. Because if Jacob was not blessed, Christ would not have come. It was the blessing upon Jacob that released the seed of Christ. Listen very carefully. And it was the consummation between Jacob and Leah that produced Christ. That is why Laban tricked Jacob. I declare rules have been broken because of you in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen to shallow. Because of Christ in you, men shall break protocol for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Legislations, policies shall favor you because you are in Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. Say Christ is my advantage. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. The purpose of God according to election was about Christ. That is why, listen very carefully, he has to marry Leah, even though he didn't like it. He has to marry. So some things that are in God's will for you, you might not like. Oh. Are you here, somebody? Therein starts the warfare. Because one who had power, power shifted to Leah. But the mistake Leah did in this text, which was a downfall, was she left what gave her the advantage. She left daring. Now, let's proceed downwards. And you'll see something that's very strange. He says, And when Rachel saw that she had bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister. That means she had lost the place. Hmm. I declare those who are committing against you shall lose their place in Jesus' name. That's your amen. So shall lose. But guess what? Who was the first wife? Leah was the first wife. But Rachel was the first wife in love. And Rachel was trying to take her place. Watch this, oh. Look at verse 9. What does it say? This one is the most stupid verse I've seen. Say stupid. Leah was stupid. Say stupid. When Leah saw that she had let. It's Bible oh, it's not me oh. When Leah saw that she had left bearing, is this wrong wrong that brain? After two children, at least two years, nobody forced her. In verse um, Genesis 29, verse 30, 34, she left bearing herself. Nobody forced her. Did anybody force her? 
But she not recognize that it was the bearing that gave her the advantage. It is prayer that will give us and maintain our advantage. But many of us, when we become prosperous, when we become kings, when we are blessed, we become Come, live in a place of convenience and leave prayer out of our, our schedule. You become too busy for God. Your prayer now has become the sign of the cross. I plead the, I plead the blood and you, I go to work. <laughs> Satan will slap you. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. We're seen in one house, two sisters at warfare, and we saw Leah collect her thing back from my husband from, from, from Rachel, and yet she dropped the advantage. She dropped what gave her the advantage, which was prayer. You know, I say this as a, as a, as a decos. You know, I know, very, I know a lot of Muslims who are highly placed. And the Muslims, eh, they fast Monday and Thursdays every single week. If I want to me, I'm doing this for 30 years. See, show. And the church can fast. When they call Lent, eh, some of us will break 10 days. Some of those won't fast at all. But the Muslims, you, how do you find a Muslim that will miss one day? And they miss one day, they add to it at the end of the fast. Are you following me? Are you following me now? Are you following me? And you want to have battle with them in the same business world? It's not possible. The heavens respond to the highest bidder. The Bible says, what manner of man is he? Even the storms and the wind obey him. It's not about, but it's not about the God you serve. It's about them obeying you. I didn't hear that one. You know, um, there's a concert in December. I can't mention the person's name. So uh, it's my rain. Uh, no, don't worry. They will hold the rain. They call they make call rain, 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 rainmakers and hold the rain. There's a wedding some weeks ago. Say, so don't worry, don't worry. They called they pay, pay, pay the rainmakers to hold the rain. We Christians can't hold the rain. And you say you are serving God. Which God are you serving? You are serving your own God. Because sometimes when I read the Bible and I see Moses. I see Moses, I wonder, are we Christians? Do we, do we know God? Moses dismantled the entire world and brought down the prince of the world. We began to pray and, and stop rain. Other area can't bind rain. You can bind demons that you cannot see. They're not being bound because you cannot see them. We demons are you binding? He says, what manner of man is he? Even the storms and the wind do what? Do those demons obey you? It's, but hearing your voice, I know who you are. Say, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know Paul, I know. Who are you? Are you here, somebody? Yeah. I can't hear you now. Yeah. It's because I started arrows now. You're keeping quiet. I can't. Somebody leave bearing and tell me that she's not sore after two years. She must be blind. After two years. You know what was what, saying that? It was already also a metaphor to realize that she had lost the advantage. I believe the church has lost the advantage. Until we go back into a place of prayer and fasting, we cannot gain our advantage back. Say, go back to fasting and prayer. I can't hear you. Now you're quiet. Why are you quiet? Are you like Leah? Actually, are you Leah? Are you just seeing that you lost the advantage? Ask your neighbor. Ask, ask your neighbor. When Leah saw that she had left bearing, she took Zilpha, listen to this very carefully, her maid, and gave her to Jacob. Listen very, what she saw, verse 10. And Zilpha, Leah's maid, bear a son. Verse 11 says, and Leah said, what does she say? Eh, eh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. 
I can't hear you. I don't, you can profess Christ from his eternity. We need to enforce who we are in Christ. It's not enough to say I'm a Christian. Bible says, eh, I can't answer me now. I can't hear you. She recognized that what gave her the advantage had left her. She went to immediate warfare by using troop. Natalie used wrestling. But she used warfare. Bible says for wrestling against flesh and blood. But in, in second, second, second Corinthians 10 verse 4 it says, the weapons of our warfare are not canal. Are you here somebody? She went to war. It's time to war. Say it's time to war. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. She went back to war. A troop comet. Say a troop comet. I can't hear you. And Zilpha, Leos made bear a second son. And Leo said, what did she say? That word happy is capital H. You know a sentence. So it's not, it's not, it's a, it's not a, it's a place. It's a noun. Say happy. So through warfare, she entered a place of happiness. Are you sad today? Is the enemy taking advantage of your stupidity of not praying? If you go back to prayer today, I declare you shall come to a place of happiness in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen is so shallow. Say, I receive the grace to war a good warfare in prayer in the name of Jesus. You see, a wrestling match has a time frame, true or false. It must end. Maybe around three. But a warfare has no time limit. So she was ready to fight to the end. No matter the time it took. Some prayers require hours and days and months and years of prayer to get results. Because Leah, she knew Leah had wrestled. She said she had to do more than wrestling. So she went to warfare. Are you here, somebody? There's some things taken from you. Leah had, that means that Rachel had collected Jacob back from Leah. There's some things that have been collected from you because you're not praying. Your destiny, your hope, your blessings. I should go back to warfare today. I declare the enemy shall release those things in the name of Jesus Christ. Just as, just as when they pray for Peter who was locked in jail and the angel of God came there. Bible says, in that scripture in Acts 12, actually Herod actually chained two soldiers with Peter in the jail. Because Herod did not take Peter for granted. Because Peter had escaped once before. So it's okay, eh, you escape once. Let us tie him with the two angels now, two, two soldiers. So the soldiers were being punished for what they did not do, just to keep Peter safe. And now kept two soldiers behind the door. And the angel of God came there, and the Bible says, light lit in the prison. So the first thing you need to do is change your atmosphere. To be conducive to receive God's word. And he said to Peter, arise, that word arise, capital A. So it's not adjective. He says, saying, say, he lifted me up, saying, arise, up. Why are, you, are you going to arise down? He said, arise up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. He didn't break the chains. The word of God spoken to Peter broke the chains. As you speak God's word into your life today, the things holding you down shall break in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your amen is too shallow. That's your amen is too shallow. As I begin to round up, say, happy am I for the daughters who call me blessed. It took her just one child of giving birth in warfare to collect her husband back. Are you following me? 
Babylon says, he says, I love this one. I love this one. I call him Asha. And Reuben went, Reuben is the first child of Leel. This is a place where your blessings that you have given birth to begin to work for you. And Reuben, say Reuben. Ah, you know now she entered into rest because the blessing she had had at my church. Say my church. And Reuben went into in, in those days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes. I believe he found something that was a scarce commodity. Because the Bible said, and brought them unto her mother Leah. And Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I pray, of thy son's mandrakes. Hmm. And she said unto her, Is it a small matter that thou hast taken my husband? And thou wouldest take away my son's mandrake also? And Rachel said, Therefore he shall lie with thee tonight for thy son's mandrakes. Jacob was not there. Was he there? There was a transaction between two sisters that had a burning influence over Jacob. He had no choice. Every transaction done before you were born that has a burning influence over your life that is negative, it breaks in the name of Jesus. That's your amen is too shallow. That's your amen is too shallow. Say every transaction. I can't hear you. That was done. That has any burning influence over my life. That contradicts my destiny. It is hereby broken. In the name of Jesus. Now, it now happened that, you know, she collected her husband back. So I collected it back. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And God hearkened, verse 17, unto Leah, and she conceived and bare Jacob a fit son. And Leah said, God has given me my hire. One assertion says, God has given me my reward. I declare you enter into your reward in the name of Jesus Christ. Because I've given my maiden to my husband, she called his name Isiaka. The man who understood time and season. I believe at this junction that Leah entered into her time and season. Say time and season. But there's a madness to this story. The first madness was that it was all about Christ being preserved and coming to earth. Say on madness, I will show you very shortly. Say, show me. Be patient. And Leo said, <laughs> praise the Lord, somebody. And Leo conceived again the sixth son. And Leo said, God had endured me a good dowry. Now, my husband will dwell with me. That before was love. The second one was joy. This one, in that sense, we dwell. That means matter is case closed. He's not going anywhere again. Why? Because she entered into a time and season. As you enter into your time and season, I therefore declare through prayer, I therefore declare that things you've never seen shall happen for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And afterwards, she bare her daughter, the only daughter. When you enter into your time and season, you will give birth to something different. It was after she entered into her time and sin, she gave it, gave it to a daughter, not a son. Say, case closed. Leo, through prayer, closed the case. Every case against your life that is battling against your destiny, it shall be closed in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, case closed. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> and I believe that at this point in time, Rachel had 
considered to be second wife because she had lost the battle. It was at this point in time that God remembered her. Why did God remember her? Let's put up verse, verse um, 22. And God remembered Rachel, and she hearkened to her, and opened her womb, and she conceived and bare a son, and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph. This entire battle of dominance was about Christ's coming, one, and to be sure that Christ would come through that lineage. The second most important thing was to preserve the seed of Christ. Because it was Joseph that preserved Israel, that preserved Judah, and preserved the sons when there was famine. If not for Joseph's sake, they would have died. So you can see, even though it was sounded like madness initially, God had a plan in place. When she accepted her second position, God remembered her. Those who are fighting against you, they shall, they shall calm down. Say, calm down. I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. And she had no choice anyway. Because by the time she gave birth to the Isiaka, she said, now nah, my husband will dwell with me. That means he's not going anywhere. Who is, who is Rachel? You will take permission from me. Are you here, somebody? But just when she left prayer, she lost advantage. Bible says that we are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Say, I am seated. I can't hear you. In the heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Are you sure? But I can see you here now. So explain it to me. You're just saying I'm seated. Where are you there? Aren't you here? Or this, this, are you here? Are you here in, in, in spirit? Can you, can you explain that to me? How can you be sitting in heaven place in Christ Jesus and you're sitting here at the same time? Why? How? It means that you have a position which is in heavenly places and you have a location which is on earth. So who you are in Christ is your position. Who you are here on earth is your location. And in your position, you are complete. In your location, you are incomplete. But my prayer is that you become all that you are in your position into your location in the name of Jesus Christ. As a roundup this morning, Christ was the advantage that God gave Jacob. Christ was the advantage that God gave Leah. But for in Leah's case, Leah had to fight for the advantage. There are many promises over our lives today about the church, about you personally, that God has spoken about you. Until you come to a place of giving birth in prayer, you will never see the advantage. It will just be a make-believe prophecy. I declare every hanging prophecy over your life this morning, as we enter into a place of birthing, it shall come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's rest on our feet this morning. Let's rest on our feet as you pray in tongues for a few minutes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Continue. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look at me very briefly before we pray. There are times when I look at Christianity, I wonder where's the God that we serve. Until I began to look at this story and I realized that the thing that we have lost 
Why are we not making impacts? Not because of God. It's because of you and I not doing our work in prayer. There's a call to prayer here where we see Leah who, even though she and Jacob were the progenitor of Judah and Christ, she had to fight for her position. She had to fight for it. I want to release here a holy anger in you this morning. Say holy anger. I cannot hear you. Some of you here, God has purpose for you to be great in life. Yet, you are a failure. Even though God spoke to Rebecca about Jacob and Jacob having the advantage, she had to be positioned at the right place at the right time to recognize the opportunity that will give Jacob the advantage. Little did she know that giving him the advantage was working in within the counsel of Christ. Laban did not know that it was in in God's hands to bring about the purpose of God according to election. So if God says that you will be great in life, it can't just happen by you sitting down and eating every day. It's going to come by warfare. Say warfare. I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. Bible declares in 2 Timothy 1, 9, 10. He says, for he has called us, he has saved us, not by our own works, but by his own purpose and grace, which was given us, say giving us, in Christ Jesus, not Jesus Christ, before the world began. So how did he give it to you when you were not born? But Bible says, it's now, it's now made, say now made, manifest, say manifest. He's not creating it. Whatever he has created is going to manifest. Through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe if you can go into a place of giving birth in prayer, a place where you travel in prayer, a place where you pray. You know, can I say something very, very carefully? When I did prayers in church, I'm praying in church, my church. And I hand over to somebody else and I go and pray on my own. Someone come and greet me. Why will you go and greet me when I'm praying? Some people send texts where they are praying. They send WhatsApp where they are praying. Prayer. Pollution, where are you? Where's pollution? Who's? Pastor Ogo. When you were giving birth, did you cross your legs and were drinking tea? Eh? You were sending texts. What happened to you? Our spirit, soul, and body were in unity. So you pray, you have gone to your girlfriend's house. So you are praying in tongues, you have gone to your workplace. That is why you can't give you can't give birth unless your mind is aligned with your spirit in prayer. Babu says this very carefully. He says, um, don't be don't be anxious for anything, but with prayer and supplication, make your request be known unto God, and the peace of God that passes every understanding shall do what? Guard your mind. That means if your mind is not guarded, you cannot receive your answers in prayer. Because guess what? The mind is so powerful. They can use your mind to counter prayer. Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly above all can ever ask or think. Bible equates asking and thinking. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Can I give you one example before we round up? One more example. Acts 12. Let's go there. This way, the, the bishops are praying. Say, bishops, they were praying prayer for Peter to come out of jail. And um, verse, let's go to verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. 
quickly. Let me show you something here. And Peter knocked at the door of the gates. And a damsel came to Hakim named Rhoda. Say Rhoda. Say Rhoda. Continue, sir. Continue. And when she knew Peter's voice, she didn't see Peter. She knew his voice. Listen very carefully. She didn't see Peter. She heard his voice. She opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told that Peter stood before the gate. Continue. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. My problem is this. How can you be praying for Peter to come out of jail? And I said, it's Peter's door. And you are saying that he's, yeah, they're mad. He's, he's mad. So what, what were they believing in prayer? God just had to see Peter. If God relied only on their faith alone, Peter would have died. And these were bishops, though. Amen. So Jesus, people that prayed that God released angels, they didn't do know. Peter was mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even I, I can't hear you. It was even. It was even. She did not hear. She did not see Peter. She only heard his voice. And she affirmed that it was even so. Even after the men said she was mad, she refused to believe them, but believed the voice she heard. And he heard God's voice today. As you believe God's voice, constantly affirm that you are blessed. Constantly affirm that you are highly favored. Constantly affirm that you are the head and not the tail. Say, I constantly affirm it. Read on. But Peter continued knocking. No, 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 no. Go back a bit. Go back a bit. And it says, well, that's mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then they said, it's his angel. That means what she spoke changed their mind from mad to angel. Until what she spoke moved them to the door and they opened the door and saw Peter. I declare as you open your mouth today in prayer, those things that you to shift shall shift in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I cannot share your amen. Shout amen. Say, I declare. I can't hear you. Everything I am in my position, let it manifest in my location in the name of Jesus. Don't pray yet. You might be sick in your location, but in your position, you are healed. You might be broke in your location, but in your position, you are highly favored. You might be single in your location at 50, but in your position, you are married. I want to arouse anger in you that you are a finished product in your position and that the purpose of God according to election in your life it must stand say it must stand I can't hear you I can't hear you I can't hear you I can't hear you it's not going to stand by putting your arms it will stand by prayer say it will stand by prayer I release a fire prayer here today Let's lift our hands. Hands lifted high. Divine Master has this morning. Oh, Katikili Sufriya Sapra Katali Vini Sufriya Hadiyatis. Oh, Prokustu Fikisini Keteri Mefriya Sahasa. I call for the fire prayer upon your people today. The stamina to pray. Ayatarabasi Katari Hosos. Alabragasta Kanaba Sabra Kesiahe. Ali Prokustu Diri Keria. Ali the fire prayer. The fire prayer. Release the fire prayer. He us. He 
blow through this mic today. I'm going to ask God for multiples of anointings, of mantles, of prayer to fill this entire house. Many of you are going to pray like never before. After the count of three, I'm going to ask God. Every anointing I in prayer. Let a double portion be released here. Some of you, several portions. At count of three, one, two. After the count of three, I want you to raise your voice in the Holy Ghost. Sir. Three, raise your voice in the Holy Ghost. Midnight, they all fell asleep. The entire church fell asleep. Bible said they all slumbered and fell asleep. The church has entered into a state of sleep. And we need to arise in prayer. As I pray again one more time, we're going to receive compassion for prayer. So of you pray to pray for nations. Desire will come upon you in your soul, your heart this morning. Lord, we declare this morning over this house. I release the fruit of prayer over this house one more time. Let's raise our voice in prayer. One, two, three. He cut the break. He cut the break. to be sound. He cut the break. 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 He cut the Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.